Hello, everyone, and welcome to another show. I am so pleased to offer you another guest and another perspective and another method or two to find our center, to find our center of thought, and to find another way to get to mindfulness. That is the intention for today. Probably will not be the last time that our intention is mindfulness. And we have a guest that is going to talk to us about how he finds mindfulness and how he shares and teaches mindfulness. So I'm very, very thankful to have him here. Before we have that conversation, I thought that we should do what we always do, have a few minutes of alignment time, connection with ourselves, maybe connection with each other as we do this together. I love doing with this, this with all of you, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Let's get connected, let's get aligned, and then let's have some fun today. That is the sound of now. Not a beep or a snap or an instant, but a reverberation, a contraction and an expansion all at the same time, living in the now and living with mindfulness extends beyond split-second moments. And today we're going to take a moment to connect with those ever-expanding and contracting moments. So find yourself a comfortable position to sit, whatever feels most connected to you, and close your eyes. Just breathe normally, in and out. Mindfulness is not something that we shoot for in a 15-minute increment throughout our days. But it's a way to be mindful of your thoughts and of your feelings, and of where you are right here, right now. Just continue to breathe and start to notice all of the sounds around you. The buzzing of machines, air conditioners and heaters, All the noises that are right next to you. And then that hum and that buzz that is behind that hum and that buzz. Don't try to detect each sound. Just let them hum and buzz around you as you close your eyes. 
This is the feeling of now. All that surrounds you and all that you are. If you get distracted, simply come back to the breath or the hum of the universe. Bring it back into full attention. This is where clarity can be found. This is where calmness can be found. Come back to the breath. Don't try to control it. Just notice which part of your body rises as you breathe in and out. Your chest. Your stomach. Connect with that movement. Feel the air, fill your lungs. Hear the buzz of a universe singing a lullaby. This is your here and now. It is your choice how you perceive it and where you decide to go from it. When you're ready, start to notice each one of the sounds that comes through your ears to become more distinguishable. Recognizing different sounds and patterns of sounds. Feeling the furniture contacting your body. And hold on to that state of mindfulness. Hold on to that vibration. That sound coming from the universe. 
the life that is in your breath. And take with you the knowledge that this is your feeling to have whenever you choose. Ah, I feel better. I feel ready to go. And I hope you do too. Let's talk to our guest. All right, everyone. I am really, truly excited to announce another guest today. Uh, his name is Paul Samborski. He has always suspected that we are spiritual beings having an earthly experience. And after much study, he now knows this to be true. Paul's life journey included many years as a devout member of a religious organization where he was well-versed in that belief system. However, his study was not limited to that one faith. He studied many others and learned to appreciate them all. He found that they all believe in one supreme being and that life continues after the body stops functioning. His studies led him to practice meditation, and he has meditated daily since 2010. After meditating for many years, he discovered mindfulness, which uses meditation as its primary tool. Paul studied mindfulness by taking a course developed by John Kabat-Zinn, and not completely satisfied with this course, Paul developed the course in mindfulness to help others gain the life satisfaction that he has found. Paul teaches the mindfulness is the result of consistent meditation practice and an understanding of the basic understanding of life's principles. Through mindfulness, you quickly realize that we are all connected, says Paul. Paul is an, ex an engaging, passionate speaker who will challenge your worldview and provide a great deal of food for thought. He has prevented this, presented this course 12 times and over 240 people have completed the course. Paul's fervent wish is to spread a greater understanding of mindfulness and the spiritual aspect of our lives to the world. I'm very, very pleased to welcome Paul Samborski to our podcast. Hello. I'm very delighted to be here. Yeah. And really enjoying this experience. Me too. Me too. Uh, well, again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day, first of all, to, to be here. Um, I really am enjoying just having these connections and being able to talk about how we get to these places of mindfulness and sharing it with others, because it's really important, I think. Um, so now, as we are looking at things, uh, before we go too far, I want to talk a little bit about our intention, um, which is all about being grounded, you know, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I wanted to read a little poem of yours, Paul, uh, so that we can kind of have an idea of what we're looking at here. All right, so this is called, I Am Grounded. I am grounded. I am of this earth. I have chosen to come to this body to experience the world, to expand, evolve, and educate others. I have come with purpose. I have come to make choices and to expand the universe by the choices I make. I am a spiritual being focusing on this earthly experience. I have rooted myself in this lifetime. I am comfortable in this body. I eat only good and healthy food. I get adequate rest to prepare my body for each day. I drink plenty of clean, fresh water. My root chakra is fully open, and I uphold my physical being as healthy. 
Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think it's really needed to uh, a needed reminder that we have a mind, body, and soul. They're all three aspects of us. And maybe you can tell us a little bit more about what that means to you and, and where this poem came from when you wrote it. Well, I, um, I wrote this poem basically to remind everyone that we are in this place right now, and this is where we have chosen to be. Hmm. A lot of people try to tend to use tools like meditation and um, other tools that try to avoid being part of this world. Hmm. So, you know, I have heard of people who go away on a 10-day meditation um, getaway where mm -hmm. they meditate, you know, 14 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And that may be good, but it is not a goal on its own. Mm -hmm. They lose the important thing that we are here not for our only for ourselves, but for everybody else mm -hmm. on this journey. And that's what we really are. We're really on a journey. And we're walking hand in hand, um, or at least we should be, and helping each other on the way. And that's part of the, the grounding that we are. We have. We have to be grounded in this lifetime, and in doing what we need to do to experience this lifetime. Because in the spiritual world, we don't do that. We don't have that ability. We don't have the ability to close our fingers on one another and feel the tiny bit of pressure we don't have the ability to feel the 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 energy field that, that surrounds us yeah and you know uh, we don't have uh, all those things and we have much clearer knowledge clarity is a hundred percent on the other side mm -hmm. where on this side we don't have that clarity although we seek that clarity and we choose to have that clarity but it, it comes to us only as um, as imprints on us. Uh, we get intuition, and intuition is the boundary point between our physical being and our spiritual being. So when we get intuition, we know something to be true, and that comes from our spiritual selves who are teaching us what we need to be doing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I, I know that when I am in alignment when I am meditating regularly or I'm just connected with myself I feel that and that's when the good ideas come and that's when I feel like I'm making the right choices and not really questioning it right yeah exactly I totally get that yeah that's exactly right and that's what we, we're here to do I mean we are not here to avoid being part of this world you know um, as far as happiness is concerned and being in the, and grounded in this lifetime, there are three principles that I have taken from uh, from uh, from what my studies, especially in the Indian traditions, um, and I call it sit, serve, and surround. Mm -hmm. Sit in meditation mm -hmm. and on a daily basis because that's where grace comes from. Serve, serve other people, and that may be even difficult right now because of the pandemic, but, mm -hmm. but um, we can still talk to people. We can serve them by just being another voice for them. Yeah. You know, and um, people really appreciate that. 
Yeah. So sit, meditation, serve as best you can. And as your meditation tells you or leads you to, you're sitting in meditation and you get a feeling or somebody comes into your mind, of course, you want to try to remove that someone from your mind when you're meditating. But that 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 thought came in from from your spiritual self and saying, "Here's a person that you need to call." And that's happened so many times that I called someone and, um, because of, of of their name, their thought came in, and they at the end they said, "I'm sure glad you got called me, you know, because you know I don't know what I was going to do, and I'm really happy you called because you made some things clarify." Yeah, and um, in my mind, so that really makes is important. So sit meditation because you will be leaded to to serve other people, and then surround yourself with people of like mind. Yeah. So find yourself with those people who like mind. Find the books that serve, that uplift you, and then do those things that you need to to be um, to be part of your life. So, you know, I, I choose to find books on happiness and uh, books on med- mindfulness. You know, one of the most important things that we can do is then surround ourselves with those things. I read uh, <clears throat> Wayne Dyer a lot. I read yeah. a lot of, on Wayne Dyer. and uh, Yeah, he's great. I've read quite a bit of Wayne Dyer. And, of course, I've read an awful lot of, of uh, Neil Donald Walsh's books, The Conversations mm-hmm. with God. And those are all very important. That's what I surround my life with. Yeah. Surround with those things. So I sit, I serve, and I surround. And yeah. that make, gives me a happy life. 100%. I mean, that's honestly what this show is all about. Um, it's taking moments of meditation or reading out of a journal or a poem about mindfulness. It's serving by, like you said, being that voice and I think we all need that friendly voice every once in a while. And then surrounding is just that, right? It's surrounding ourselves with other people like you that are intentionally living happily and intentionally sharing that. So thank you so much for doing that. And that's what I'm looking for. That's I, I've never heard it put that way, but that's exactly what this show is is all about. So thanks for being part of that. It's really, really awesome. Well, I'm I'm glad that you found meaning in that in your particular life and in your particular role. Yeah. You know, we all have a role to play. And, you know, we all have one role that we all share. Hmm. And that role is to show the love of God through our being and through the way we live. That's the number one thing. And and if, if that's all you do, then that's great. But then we're all called to do a little bit else in every segment of our lives, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I'm—I was given, you know, this wonderful course in mindfulness, uh, you know, that I, I developed. But I, in, in developing it, I, I felt so much blessed with inspiration mm-hmm. of doing this and doing the other thing. So, yeah. and I, this is what I should be doing. This is the way the course should be. Yeah. And I should add this to the, the course. And so it, it's really, it's grown in its time and it's really in a great shape. You know, I have a class that, uh, a group session that's just ending right now. We have one more week to go and they're all flabbergasted with how this, the course has changed 
their direction and change the way they see things. Mm-hmm. I'm not you know? surprised at all. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that you did the mindfulness class that was developed by John Kabat-Zinn. Um, and man. yeah, he does some really cool stuff. I, I really, really like him a lot. And um, I'm kind of curious to know how does your course differ and how are they the same? Uh, where do they well, kind of come to? You know, basically they're, they're very, uh, in the beginning, you see, my, my course teaches a little bit more about life skills okay. than John Cabot did. You know, he mentions a couple of them, but he doesn't go into, into detail. But I go into details, especially in something called in listening. Mm-hmm. Listening skills are very important. Mm-hmm. And you did one, just did one of the most important things: respond to people and just say, "Oh yes, I see. Okay." Yeah. And just acknowledging that you are actually fully listening. Yeah. Fully involved. A lot of people don't do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people interrupt or, or are making answers. To your questions before their the questions uh, yeah. actually over. <laughs> you know, we all find ourselves doing that, but mm-hmm. we, when we recognize that that's happening, we've got to stop mm-hmm. and fully listen because the listening is so important. So I teach listening skills. I teach the importance of loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and that really uh, loving yourself is really the most important thing that you can do. And you know, I teach the power of words. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I have I have a a, a segment on gratitude, mm-hmm. the importance of gratitude plays in our lives. Yeah. And you know, I, I will tell you, uh, I am teaching gratitude, and every other spiritual teacher that I know teaches gratitude, and mm-hmm. we all have to know we, we recognize that gratitude is so important in our lives, and all it takes, you know, is just five minutes at the yeah. end of the day or the beginning of the day to write down what you're grateful for that day. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's really pretty easy to do once you start doing it, honestly. I can say absolutely. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I picked up a, a book at the dollar store, mm-hmm. you know, and it has a cover on it that says, make your day so awesome. <laughs> okay. And and that, that's my gratitude journal yeah. that I've been writing. Yeah. This one, this one I started on um, August, the, August the 1st. Nice. I, and I go through about uh, one of these books a year. Okay. You know, every day, writing, you know, two or three or four gratitude. But some days, you know, I'm writing six, seven, eight things yeah. that are really memorable in my day. They were really fantastic. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's important to have that gratitude. And, and, and so I teach gratitude that John Kabat-Zinn doesn't teach. And I teach also something called forgiveness. Hmm. And how important forgiveness is to being to living with the mindfulness, the the ideal of mindfulness. The idea, of mind, one of the ideas of mindfulness is to live in today. Mm-hmm. Okay, live today, not living yesterday, or live worried about tomorrow. Right. But living today, and so we have to learn to live today. And one of the things that we can't do is live with hurts from many years ago mm-hmm. and, and not forgive them because then we're living in that past. Yes. 100%. And that past is always there. Yeah. So we got to learn to say, oops, that was a bad p- time in my life, but I forgive the people who are involved Yeah, because I learned something from that. Yeah. 
and also forgive yourself for being so angry about it too, right? And you letting have that to go. Learn to yourself for being yeah. angry. And yeah. you have to learn to forgive yourself on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Letting <laughs> things go, right? Let it go, let letting it go, let it go. Well. Here we are, yeah. I'm right now, right now, yeah. And that's part of being grounded. Yeah. Too. And Absolutely. Recognize that this is a earthly existence where things don't work out perfectly. Yeah. Okay. That we make mistakes. Other people make mistakes. They may impinge on us. Things happen. Yeah. Let them go. Yep. Just deal with what you can. Deal with the good stuff that's happening. So one of the things also I teach is positivity. Yeah. John Kabat-Zinn doesn't touch that very much, but I teach positivity. Like everything, everything that you want to do, you want to be positive about your things, the positive, and think positively, act positively. Mm -hmm. I have a positivity pledge that I present to the attendees on week two. Mm -hmm. And that positivity pledge basically says, I am going to think, act, feel, and speak positively all day mm -hmm. and, and every day and, and not think anything else because the negative thoughts rob me of my energy. Yeah, we are pure positive energy, and we have to sometimes remind ourselves of that, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, That's exactly what yeah. it is. I, I, I love your view on things, and I love the way that you're teaching these things, because it's something I'm still learning every day, and I and I even like to be reminded of it. And that's why I'm half the reason I'm doing this, to keep reminding myself of the positivity that I need in my life and, and, and sharing how to find that and, and learning from people like you, how you're finding it. Um, I'm curious to know, we touched on your story a little bit um, about the fact that you were uh, devout in one religion, but searched in others. Can you just tell me a little bit more about that journey and how that kind of came about and how you went from a devout one religion to this more personalized spiritual being that you are today? Well, you know, I, um, I, I was a preacher at, at, in, in the, uh, not a preacher, uh, I was a, a lay reader in the Anglican Church, and that's the, that's the Episcopal Church in the, in the States. And uh, I, um, so I was able to do a lot of preaching about, about the Christian faith. Mm -hmm. And uh, I found that, you know, I, I read a, a lot, of, I read quite considerably a lot of, other religions and I read their holy books and I found as I say and as you said in the intro that a lot of them had a lot of good things to say and uh, you know they were really very very important to um, to me to learn about them recently I, uh, a few years ago I have a good friend of mine who's a Sikh hmm. and uh, Sikhs have a golden rule 13 13 golden rules that they have to follow and, um, and uh, one of them is um, is siva it's called siva which is going out and actually serving community mm -hmm. and they do that and it can be a simple act like buying a whole bunch of coffee and setting up a a a, a stand mm -hmm. somewhere and serving coffee to people who are passing by yeah a simple act, <laughs> and it's meant to be, uh, a, a, be that. That's the way it's meant to be. It's a simple act. Yeah. That's what it's meant to be. And we could all learn from that to do simple, 
simple things to help somebody else and you know you don't know when you're helping someone else if you set up and and it is the beauty of this uh, this part in the religion in the in the Sikh religion that you do that knowing that God in their case will or or, or uh, will will provide the right people to come to you to, to take that coffee to be able to give you to give them an upliftment you don't yeah. know who you're going to be uplifting but if you're doing it you're going to uplift them that's if right. you don't do it you're not going to uplift them that's right that's right yeah we have a choice rather to be uplifters or not but the only way to be an uplifter is to actually send that energy out in whatever way we choose right whatever way you choose yeah uh, i mean i'll tell you a story of my friend uh Sufender. he uh, actually we had a, a major um, flood happened in our area in ottawa mm -hmm. and uh what happened uh, was, and we had a lot of power failures as, as a result of it and so one area and uh, was out of power for a couple of days so he just went out and he went to the local coffee shop the tim hortons and he purchased a couple of the of the gallons of coffee mm -hmm. and they gave him a whole bunch of coffee cups and sugar and, and cream so he just took that and he's and and he went into the neighborhood that was without power for two days mm -hmm. and he just took him out of the out of the car mm -hmm. okay? and a lady who happened to be standing there at her garage door said oh you got coffee would you like to have a table to put that on <laughs> and he said sure i'd love to have that yeah so he took the table and he put the coffee on and he started to pour coffee for anybody and to pour the lady first and, and then someone else came along and someone saw him and, and they went out to the same shop and they brought donuts <laughs> okay yeah and somebody else came along and brought sandwiches and before <laughs> you know it the whole table was full and there were lots of people in the neighborhood who came and enjoyed themselves with, uh, uh, with the coffee the donuts and the sandwiches that yeah. they kept coming in and people had so this is the one thing where he just went out and stood out and did something uh, and it was multiplied yeah. it was blessed yeah that's how it works that's how it works we yeah it it takes such a minor adjustment sometimes to just attract more and more and more and more of, of a good thing you you happen to be the catalyst and all the other stuff comes comes flying in everybody sees the what you're doing they yeah. want to help yeah and, and and you know so this is this is siva you know and this is serving yeah you know and, 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 and so it's really very important and and so th this is what happens and this is what we learn and 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 you know uh um one of the in the quran one of the passages says that life is comes from Allah and it goes to Allah hmm. okay so basically we we go from a, a God to God and 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 they're a firm believer then so you know a lot of things in all the religions are, are teach and all the t religions you know there's a few radical people there's always a few radicals Okay? But all religions teach that peace is where we're meant to be. 
know, yeah. peace and, and love is yeah. what we meant to be. And we're not too far from God ourselves, are we? I mean, if if we start looking at those actions, like putting that table out and putting that coffee out and putting those donuts out and those sandwiches, that those are acts of God. I mean, we are all gods in our own way, and we can look at that however we want, but we're all here to to share love and to share appreciation and to share gratitude and to to give when we can and i think it's a, a really cool story to hear because it shows how little it takes to make a difference a little it takes to make a difference exactly yeah, yeah. i want to share uh, share another thing with you and that it's called i call it the uh, coney island analogy okay and, and that is that Coney Island, why do, we, why do people go to Coney Island? They have fun, right? Yeah. They have fun. Yeah. Okay? And they, because they, you go to Coney Island, you have an experience that's totally different mm -hmm. than what your normal run the day life is all about. Yeah. Okay. You go to Coney Island to get the highs of all the rides, sometimes the low and the scary parts mm -hmm. of the rides. And, you know, you walk on the boardwalk, which is a real pleasure. And walk in the sand and beaches that are kept perfectly clean, and you can feel the water there, and you can feel the sand running through your feet. You know, you can go to Paul's Diners, Paul's Daughter's Diner, and uh, you know, enjoy things there that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. You know, cotton candy is everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, and <laughs> that's where you treat. And and in very much sense, that's where we come in. And where we have come, that's why we come to this, this, this place called Earth. Yeah. This 3D physical world, you know. And I'm sure that there's tons of 3D physical worlds out there, and but we come to this 3D physical world to feel that and to express the who we are, in this particular way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We are in a big Coney Island for sure. Roller coasters and all. That is without a doubt. <laughs> so, you, know, you, you can see how important that, that analogy is. And that, yeah. that, that's great. Now, if you jump off the ride, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to fall in between the rides and yeah, other yeah. places. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know? Uh, it's funny, I actually mentioned in one of my other shows, I mentioned roller coasters and say nobody would get on the roller coaster if you got in the car, it went straight down a few feet, and then you got out, right? There's no point to it. The whole point of the ride are the ups and the downs and the spins and the twirls and all of the crazy stuff that scares you sometimes and excites you sometimes, and that's what makes it worth riding. That's um, what makes yeah. it worth riding. That's what makes the experience. Yeah. Yeah, is what we need. and so we, you know, the three E's of of our existence is experience, which allows us to expand as human beings and to evolve as spiritual beings. Yeah. And then once we've done that, we turn around and we educate. Yeah. So that we can have yet a different experience. Yeah. And that we can expand in that that experience and evolve yet again. And on a different level. Yeah. You know, and then we continue doing that. Yeah. And if you do believe in any kind of collective consciousness or believe that we are all in this together on any level, then as one of us expands, then that is for the greater good of all of us, right? That's for the greater good of all of us, yeah. as long as we're willing to share that. Absolutely. And that's what we're doing right now. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah and, and kind of in that same vein, talking about 
mindfulness and being grounded and then the reality of life how would you say that mindfulness and reality come together i mean how does mindfulness help this reality that we're living in well you know mindfulness changes the brain science has shown mm-hmm. many 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 uh, scientific experiments have been done on how is the brain changed with people who meditate and they found lots of changes okay and what they found is that the, the more you practice the stronger those things become mm-hmm. okay? and in, the, in exactly the same way medita- meditation provides you the ability to be calm yeah okay because you know that's where your heart is and that's where you, you uh, your your soul wants to be and so that's where you want to continue to, to be going now uh, with our brains changed things change with, with totally within our bodies and we become a totally different human you know it's proven you know scientifically that that people who meditate on average live longer than people who do not meditate hmm. okay so you have a choice you want to live longer meditate yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very clear and that's a pretty good it's yes. a pretty good uh that's a pretty good um portion of your reality is is the living part of it isn't it so <laughs> exactly yeah you know, uh, and, and 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 i i've come on to this particular planet to to to, to experience myself and to and to grow and to become the great next greater version of who i really am absolutely absolutely i okay. think that's yeah we, i become that and then you know i i will go on and, and do other things and 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 be just just who i am in that particular way yeah well i know that you meditate obviously and you teach about mindfulness uh, what processes in your own life do you personally use when you're feeling down and you're feeling a little off in your day other than meditation are there are there other little well, things I, that you I, might do well you know one of the affirmations are very very important yeah okay and uh, i teach affirmations in in my mindfulness course that's another thing that john kevin john doesn't do which is fine but i teach my mind uh, affirmations mm-hmm. and what we have i mean one of the most important affirmations I have, I start with the week one, is I am worthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I am worthy to give and to receive love. Yeah. And that's really very important. Once you accept that, then, you know, you can't say, oh, you know, don't do that. You know, people so often chase away love. Yeah. And, they, and, and won't accept it because they don't feel worthy of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I teach my second week, it's uh, I am clarity, because that's what we all seek to be, to mm-hmm. have clarity of word, deed, and thought. Yeah. Word, thought, and deed, that's what we want to be, have clarity in. And we have to learn to accept that. And, and by saying, affirming that I am clarity, gives me the right to choose that clarity. Absolutely. And to know that that's a part of my life. Absolutely. I am, and the third one is I am creative. Yeah. A lot of people say, I'm not creative. I don't have any talents at all. But yet, they will stand there and they will talk to me 
for five minutes about that. Yeah. Right? And they will use wonderful creative means of putting two words together mm -hmm. right, to, show, to show that they're not creative. And yeah. I just said, well, you just showed me how creative you are yeah. by speaking so well. And if you look around your life, the fact is, is that you have everything around you that you have is is your creation, right? The the ideas and the experiences that you live through are, are coming from the choices and the thoughts that you've had. So we're we're bigger creators than we could ever, ever imagine. And I think it's really empowering to start tapping into some of that and having an understanding of how much control we really, really do have in our lives. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. I am I am creative, and the fourth one is I am love. Yeah, it's you know, a good accept one. Accept the fact that I am love, that I was born in love, and I am living in love, and that my true nature is love. Yeah, and I am in this world to show that love to everyone around. Okay, I am love, and then I am vital. I am mm -hmm. I am passion. Mm -hmm. I am grounded. And. I am enough. Yeah. <laughs> so many people don't think that they're enough, but they are enough to be exactly where they want to be and where they are. Absolutely. Okay. You can choose to be wherever you want, right? but I choose to be in a place where I can be all those other things, knowing that I am enough to be all those other things. Yeah. And then, then I am grateful. I am forgiveness. Okay, I, I am forgiveness. And this is really very important because, you know, in, in another level, you, anything that's happened bad to you has actually been something to teach you a particular lesson. Sure. Yeah. And all those people who were involved were actually people who were actually, let's say, actors on the stage yeah. providing you with that direction so that you can have that experience. Yeah. So I am forgiveness. Forgiveness them of all that is important and allows you to go on to something else and then uh, 11 is uh, i am eternal mm -hmm. okay and the final affirmation that i teach is i am magnificent yeah i i am a magnificent creature of god who's been able to do all those things and to be affirmed by our life and growth yeah and we are and you are and you know thank you so much for sharing that i it, I think it's a, it's so awesome to hear that we get to say that we're worthy, you know, that we get to say that we're loved, to get to say that we're magnificent, and, and to find a, over time to believe that, right? And I, and I think sometimes it's just saying it until you believe it, and, 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 and sometimes that might take a little bit of time, but we all have that truth within us. So it's we really cool to hear truth. it. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to let that go and let it grow into in, in this world. And every one of your listeners, there, you know, I want to encourage them to be that little spark of the divine yeah. in in this world. Absolutely. You know, to listen to, to learn to meditate, to learn to serve, and to to surround themselves with other people in need of the same ilk, so that they can grow. Whereas surround themselves with the books. And, and the movies, I mean, one of my, fav my favorite movie of all time is, um, is it's, wonder it's a Wonderful Life, mm -hmm. you know, and because and it's all about serving others and being part of others, others' lives and making other lives better. 
And that's what a wonderful life is basically about. And how better to be grounded than doing that, right? Exactly. Yeah. You can't be grounded doing that. Yeah. So where else do you use mindfulness in your life? Because I have to throw this out there. You've been married for 46 years, which is a good amount of time. And clearly that shows some grounding in relationship. And do you... And have you noticed as you've gotten more connected to mindfulness and meditation, has that helped your relationships with your marriage or just in general with family and friends? And It, it helps in my everyday life. It really does. It's, yeah. it's just, you know, I, I, I can think all the time, you know, I am calm and I am, I am grounded and I am doing things. No matter what happens, I can, I can manage the, the, the situation and mm-hmm. grow from it. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and that's, you know, being in relationship it means, you know, you know, being being worthy of, of having that relationship and, and giving in that relationship. Yeah. Because every relationship is all about giving. It's not about the taking, although you can take, mm-hmm. but it's all about the giving. Yeah. It's what you provide for that rela- relationship that's important. Yeah. And being grounded in yourself so that you can be that person that loves yourself enough that others can love you right <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely yeah uh, so other than meditation when in life are you feeling the most connected with yourself like when do you find yourself the most centered outside of of course meditation but where else in life do you you catch well, you that? know uh, when i'm reading one of my books that, I, that are around me you know i yeah, all the books just repeat exactly the same thing yeah and then just it reinforces my my own structure and my own belief in yeah. what I'm doing as far as the course in mindfulness is concerned and and, and uh, my role here yeah. in, in this world. So I do like to ask this question to everybody, um, since that is your space, right? Creating uh, the course in mindfulness and, and reading and kind of engaging within that kind of thought process. Where do you go consciously when you're helping others learn and you're creating a program that is going to do that can you kind of explain on a conscious level or an emotional level where that takes you oh i mean um creativity come uh, you know i'm i'm a creative person and everyone is okay but i also have that meditation which gives me tons of in, of of uh of intuition yeah and knowledge about what's uh, what, what what I should be doing next. Like right now, I'm developing the advanced course in mindfulness, which teaches some other stuff. Some of the stuff that I mentioned today. Yeah. But I, I'm reserving for the advanced course. Okay. I, and uh, teaching that and teaching them a little bit more about what's actually happening. So I'm getting all the time. I'm getting oh. We should think you should think about this to yeah. add this to your course and yeah. what should be going before what yeah you know as far as the advanced course is concerned and to continue teaching this course which is really really great and uh, that's what it's all about yeah getting those moments of intuition i know when i'm doing this and i'm sitting on a chairlift and it's or, or i'm walking in the grocery store and those moments of intuition come because i feel so in line with what i'm doing it's such a cool feeling so I yeah, know exactly where you a, are there. Such a wonderful feeling to yeah. say, wow, I mean, you know, and when wonderful things happen, I mean, you know, I will tell the, the readers, the listeners rather, that one of the things that happens when you have a consistent meditation uh, practice 
that the universe provides grace to you. Yeah. Things happen in your life that you would not expect to happen. Yeah. Normal things. I mean, even, you know, when you called a couple of weeks ago, you know, they came out, out of the blue. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that. But here it is. This is a wonderful opportunity for, for me to share my thoughts. Yeah. And grow. so, you know, you were part of that. And, and you were part of the, the grace that, that the universe provided into my life. And, uh, you know, and I'm hoping I can be doing the same for yours. And, and you are. Um, can you just tell me a little more about grace? Um, tell me well, just grace, what that grace means. Grace is things that happen to you that, you know, you just don't, don't, uh, don't expect to happen. You know, and that uh, right now I, in, in the, well, I'm teaching at the city of Ottawa at the municipal government. And... Um, some guy came to my course, was still impressed with the, with, the, with the introduction that he brought it up to his director. And now the director has put it into her magazine mm -hmm. or her, her weekly uh, uh, summary that all the, all the people in her department should consider taking the course. In nice. Mindfulness. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, so. I think they should. <laughs> yeah, it would, they should. It would really be good. Yeah, I think that that'd be a really cool thing for more. I mean, and I know that more and more companies, large companies like Google and other um, conglomerates, yeah, are now doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And I also want to show to share with you that in the past twenty years, where mindfulness has been growing, yeah, the amount of companies that are grow going that have a social conscience. Mm -hmm. Okay, they provide things like, you know, uh, you know, one of them is Tim Hortons in Canada. They, they provide, they have some folks in the States too, but um, they provide camp day. And so every June the 6th or thereabouts, they have a day where all their proceeds mm -hmm. from their coffee, not just their profit, but all the proceeds, mm -hmm. okay, go to setting up camps for kids oh, cool. all across Canada and upper north upper United States. Yeah. So kids who can't afford to, to go to camp. Yeah. Yeah. That's a social action that companies wouldn't normally have done. But th these are all things happening in the past little while. I mean Bell Let's Talk, uh, you know, Bell Let's Talk about mental illness, which is actually being celebrated today. I um you know, they're raising money to help with mental illness and making mental illness not uh, you know something to be scared about yeah I, um so the, the social conscience of a lot of companies you know, you know coca-cola and all sorts of other companies are providing benefits to society uh, for 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 doing doing things and these are the type of things that didn't happen 20 years ago. yeah that's wonderful because you know more mindfulness is coming within the companies and more people are who are mindful are coming in and providing these links for social consciousness. I want companies to exist. I want to think that, that it's important. Yeah. But they come start sharing their wealth with other people and other things. That's the way we're going to grow as a society. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. So I, I want to play a little game with you, with you, Paul, because I, I think it's just a fun little self-exploration. I call it in three words or less. And it's just three questions. Um, I'm going to ask all three of them of you, and then we'll go back to the first one and just answer each one in three words or less. It's kind of fun. Um, so the first question is going to be, uh, who were you then? Meaning, Paul Samborski, uh, in 
tight in your religion, um, preaching and teaching and being part of that, but maybe knowing that you're still reaching for more. Uh, and then who are you now, having lived all that and up till today? Uh, who, who are you now? And then question three is, who do you see yourself becoming as you're developing and evolving as we all are? Um, so question one, who were you then? Who was Paul then? Three words or less. Three words or less. Mm. Yeah. I was growing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and who I, uh, am I now? Yes. I have, I am an example. Yeah. It's yeah. Four words. That's okay. That's okay. No, the rules. I, I'm an example. The rules can be broken. Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. And yes, you are. And, and a good one at that. Thank you. And who do you see yourself becoming? I'm a leader. I'm a leader. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Um, and I appreciate you being a leader. And I appreciate you sharing the love and the experience and the knowledge. Um, it's it's so important. I know that there's so many out there that are still trying to figure it out like we all are, but maybe a little bit deeper into trying to figure it out. And so I think that these conversations are necessary. And I hope that each one of these shows at least resonates with one person and then maybe they connect it to another and to another because um, we're all in this together and it's the only way to, to share and to, to build up each other. So thank you for being part of that. You're very welcome. Yeah. Well, I think that um, we are just about at the end of the show. I just wanted to, again, thank you, Paul, for being here. Also, I want to mention, again, the Course in Mindfulness. Um, is there a way better than others that I can send people to that? Well, it's just thecourseinmindfulness.com. Perfect. Uh, thecourseinmindfulness.com. Please check it out. Um, there are so many, many ways to find connection with ourselves, and Paul is a great example of that and a, a great... Uh, way to learn if you're looking for some. Um, I want to thank you again, um, Paul Samborski, and I hope to be able to chat with you again soon. Oh, I look forward to that. Thank you so Take very care. much. Awesome. Bye for now. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I certainly did. It was great uh, to have the opportunity to listen and to speak with Paul, uh, to hear the stories and the methods and practices that all of you bring to the table is just amazing. So I want to thank Paul first and foremost, and all of you for being part of this and becoming part of this. Uh, please, please keep coming forward. Please sending, keep sending people my way. It's what it's all about. I wanted to chew on a few words that Paul spoke about. Uh, what resonated with me more than anything were those three S's, the sit, serve and surround sitting in meditation serving ourselves and others and surrounding ourselves with like-minded people i want to even expand those more this is the center of thought and we can go anywhere with it that's what's so great about this so i want to even further that sitting Yes, we can sit in meditation. I love to do it myself. And then we can also sit in any feeling that needs to be explored from happiness to anger. Each 
feeling that we have is such a key component to who we are and where we are in the moment. And so to be able to hold on to feelings, even like anger, to embrace them, to coddle them if needed, to love them out of existence and to walk through the other side is something that is so amazing, just as it is to take despair and climb that emotional scale from despair to anger, from anger to frustration, from frustration to knowing that things are getting better or hoping that things are getting better to knowing. There is a clear cycle that we can take depending on which way we want to go. And there is no wrong answer. We're all here figuring it out and we're all figuring out our own journey. This is just a space for us to learn how others are doing it. So find that ability to sit in whatever feeling or whatever meditative practice works for you. And then to serve, to serve others. As Paul said, just using your voice, just sharing a smile, just calling someone that you know might need a little upliftment in their day. Thinking about others and sharing thoughts of love and respect. It is so great for the whole of us. And as we do that for the whole of us, we are 100% serving ourselves as well as the loving beings that we truly are. We might get sidetracked from the loving beings that we are from time to time, but we're amazing creatures and we have the ability to go back into those loving moments anytime we want and to recreate our existence anytime we want. And so to serve that existence is so, so awesome to be able to do. And then to surround ourselves with others and to have a common intent and goal is amazing. But also let's surround ourselves with the world. Surround ourselves with those that challenge us to be the best that we can. You're in this world already, so you're already surrounded by them. Then just pick and choose your favorites and milk those thoughts and feelings for all they're worth. Well, gang, here we are once again at the end of another episode. I love the feeling of this show. I love the direction that it's going, and I love that it is coming together with so many other voices. It's quite a beautiful thing to be part of, and I appreciate each and every one of you that is listening and participating in whatever way that you have chosen to. I still say, again, send those messages my way. You can go to the Anchor Podcast app and you can leave me a voicemail. You can also send me an email at createchangeatthecenterofthought.com. That is createchangeatthecenterofthought.com. Something I do not ask for enough, but please subscribe. Subscribe to my channel. Let me know that you're listening. It means the world to me and I love getting that energy back. So subscribe, please. Send your happy stories, my whether they're through an email or whether they are through a phone call. Whatever way you want to get them to me, get them to me. Uh, this is a place for a community even for thinkers and dreamers and doers. We are all in this together. We are all amazing, amazing creatures that have the ability to uplift ourselves and each other. So let's continue to do that and enjoy this amazing journey that we call life. Until next time, be well. Mm -hmm.